Hello, I'm Lenny. Hello, Felicia. Bradley Cooper has long been a fan of the composer Leonard Bernstein, and this new biography, Maestro, is a complicated look at the talented musician and his wife, played by Carrie Mulligan. Now, I'm not sure that this movie really gets underneath the man's skin, but the acting, the makeup, and especially the music is absolutely wonderful. I could never be with someone like him. This girl's a disaster. Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell star in Anyone But You. The story of two hotties at a wedding who pretend to be dating. Our fake couple is very sexy and there's lots of comedy in this better than expected R-rated romantic comedy. I'm gonna kill Aquaman and destroy everything he holds dear. This week's biggest movie should be Aquaman The Lost Kingdom, in which Jason Momoa plays the underwater superhero. Now sadly, this one is a bit of a mess, which is a sad way to end the franchise, as I love Momoa in this role. People said my family was cursed. Mom tried to protect us with God. Pop tried to protect us with wrestling. Fans of wrestling will want to see The Iron Claw, the story of a Dallas wrestling family that sure seems to be cursed. It's a moving family drama with fun sports moments on the outside. We're trying to get to Jamaica. And last but certainly not least, audiences should flock to Migration, the animated adventure about a family of silly birds trying to migrate south for the winter. The kiddies should love this movie for its silly animated fun, plus some nice family bonding moments, although in duck form. This isn't about migration. It's about adventure. And that's what's new for Christmas weekend at the movies. I'm Sean McBride, the movie guy. 8.29 on your Friday morning, but not just any Friday. It's a special edition Friday. It's a Christmas holiday weekend Christmas. Friday. You know, when I used to manage a movie theater, Christmas was the one day that no employee, I mean, they all had to work a yeah. little bit of it. Sure. Because it's almost always the most, the busiest day at the theater. So. Oh, yeah. I know a lot of folks, some of my old friends, you know, uh, they did it as a tradition. They'd mm -hmm. go see a movie on yeah. Christmas Day. So, kind of <laughs> fitting. And if you don't notice, Sean has a lovely Christmas shirt yeah. going on. He's in the holiday spirit. There we go. Always love it. He's got all of them. Halloween, Thanksgiving, <laughs> Got New a Mardi Year's? Gras one coming up. I got New Year's? Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll hold out it. for that. But first, of course, we'll talk about the Christmas movies coming out this week and quite a few. Yeah, and you know, honestly, we could talk about 11 movies between <laughs> today and Christmas Day. Yeah. Too many movies to talk about. We're going to talk about the five that are playing here right now. Okay. We'll come back and we'll talk about the three that are going to open on Christmas Day on Monday. There are a couple of movies that did not open here. Uh, in particular, sadly, Poor Things is not opening mm -hmm. here. Also, American Fiction, that's the other one. Um, and people have asked me about that. So if you want to see Poor Things, I think both of those movies are going to get nominated for an Academy Award. Oh, okay, wow. So you can go to Houston and see Poor Things now, or you can wait till after the nominations come out. That's when I think it will play here. Okay. Or we'll talk a little bit next week when we talk top ten, because I'll tell you right now, both those movies are on my top ten list. Oh, so, okay. So, um, but this week, let's let's stick to the five that sure. are here locally. And, you know, shall we start with the best or the biggest, or mm. where do you want to start? Let's go biggest, not the best. Biggest, I think, is going to be migration. Okay. And uh, I, you know, I met was, met a woman, and she had her child there, and a six-year-old girl, and she was telling me last year, a year ago, hey, what about this migration movie? And I had no idea what it was at the time, mm -hmm. but the kids have been tracking this movie. Oh, really? It's from Illumination Studios. They're the ones who obviously did Super Mario. They did the all the Minions. That's what they're most famous for. Uh, I don't think it rises to the level of the silliness of a Minions movie, but I do think it's big and bold. Big animated characters, about a bunch of ducks that try to migrate and then they get lost and they end up in the big city and now they have to 
you know, pull together and learn some family <laughs> lessons and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's a kid's movie. It's yeah. not too complex in the story. It's, uh, you know, it's Camille Nanjiani as the father duck. It's Elizabeth Banks as the mother. It's Danny DeVito as the crazy uncle. It's, you know, Aquafina there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a good voice cast. It's big. It's bright. It's over the top. I think it works well. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to vote next week for my best animated film of the, you mm -hmm. know, when I have to do my guild voting. Yeah. This is not going to be anywhere close to the top of that. But it doesn't have to be. No. It's aimed at the kiddos. And the kiddos, I think, will quite enjoy it. And mom and dad will enjoy having a good reason to go to the movie theaters. Yeah. Perfect for a kid within Christmas time, right? Exactly. So, there yeah. you go. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, that's the biggest one. Where let's, do we want to go next? Let's, uh, let's go with the one that should have been the biggest okay. one. Okay, yeah. And the one that is not, unfortunately. That would be Aquaman, yeah. uh, the, the Lost Kingdom. Look, I love Jason Momoa in this role. I think he is the perfect guy. If you think about the Justice League from my youth, Aquaman was always the nerd. You know, he can't compete with Batman or Superman or Wonder right? Woman, you know. Yeah. He's also the guy, oh, you talk to fish, good for you, you know, whatever. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, but with Jason Momoa, he, you know, he brings us, uh, you know, a sense of self-deprecating humor to this role here. I think he's very good. Obviously, he's a very good-looking man as well, so he, he fills out that suit in a way that uh, most superheroes don't. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like him. Sadly, this is probably the last time you'll see him in that. They oh. are moving on from the old, uh, you know, DC superheroes. I don't think this is a good movie. No. I, I, one, I think the story is dumb. Uh, two, <laughs> it, they try to get an ecological message in there. So, you know, we have to save the world because of greenhouse gases and the villain mm -hmm. is trying to overheat the world for reasons. And so yeah. we have to stop him. And he really didn't care about that. You know, it's him and Mantis. I think that fight can be okay. But it's not a great movie. And the action is muddled, and it's hard to tell what's going on. It's hard to do action underwater because, yeah. you know, you, you can't be fast because of the water, and right. so everything feels weird. So a lot of the action takes place on dry land, which is... Uh, just traditional standard yeah. stuff here. Not as exciting. Uh, this is the worst superhero movie I've seen this year. Uh, oh. It's just not a good way for him to go out. He deserves much better than yeah, that. Yeah, kind of sad to see that this will probably be, you know, the last one in, in it. It just yeah. kind of a... Yeah. Didn't do it for you. Maybe you'll free him up to do something else, but... Uh, there you boy, go. this is not a good movie, so... Uh, okay, well, so maybe that one's not at the top of your list to go see this weekend, but there are other options, too. There are options. The best one is probably on Netflix. It's called Maestro. It's Bradley Cooper. Love Bradley Cooper. Uh, you're not alone in that. Uh, there, you know, he took some heat. This is the story of Leonard Bernstein. Mm -hmm. um, he's, he's long said he's a fan of this. He took some heat because he put on a prosthetic nose, and people said, well, that's anti-Semitic. I don't think it is. I think it's wise because you look at this character on screen mm -hmm. and that does not look like Bradley Cooper. Right. I mean, and the old age makeup on this is like, it's just amazing. But, um, I, you know, it, 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 it lets you understand him as a character and not as, oh, there's a movie star sure. playing dress up. So I appreciate that. I, I think the performances are very good. It's, it's, it's his career, the Leonard Bernstein story, but it's also his relationship with his wife. Mm -hmm. And um, that's where the real meat of this movie is. Carrie Mulligan plays the wife, and she is the, the star of the show, so much so that she is top billed. Bradley oh, wow. Cooper gave her top billing of this, and I think she's wonderful. That their, their marriage, they had three kids, so you know, to the public, it looked like a happy marriage. Mm -hmm. But he was kind of an openly bisexual guy, so she has to deal with him having you know these boyfriends around all the time, and so there's the tension here. Um, I, I think that's. I'm not sure we get under his skin mm -hmm. in the way. That, I mean, I think this is a good movie, but it's probably not going to make my top ten list. But I gotta tell you, like I said, the makeup is amazing and the music. Of course, the music's gonna be Has great. Has to be. Glorious.
glorious sounding film. There were just moments in this where I thought, oh, you know, yeah. there are bits of pop culture music. You get candy, you get West Side mm -hmm. Story snippets. And, and I thought, oh, that's so, you know, it's nostalgic to hear them again. But these big, long sequences where he's conducting a, sort, a symphony, uh, particularly where there's some chorus stuff there, I just think it's really sad. I, I could sit and listen to this movie, and I probably will do yeah. that and not actually watch it. Because <laughs> I don't think visually it's great. I did notice some of some black and white, some of it's in uh, right. color. And it's in four by three aspect ratio, you know, like the old TV aspect ratio oh, from the 60s. Okay. It's not yeah. widescreen. That's a gimmick, and I'm not sure it does anything of note for this sure. film. So it's an, an odd directorial choice. But I think the performances are good, and I think the music is glorious. Obviously, black and white kind of doing a flashback. I'm or, or that's what yeah, the early do. days of his yeah. career. Okay, yeah, all exactly. right. Okay, so that one's on Netflix, so don't have to go anywhere to watch that one. Mm -hmm. Keep so, it simple. And, um, okay, let's go back to the theaters. Uh, Anyone But You, this is a romantic comedy. Oh, boy. This is a uh, very sexy R-rated romantic comedy. They lean into, I mean, look, it's, it's Glenn Powell and it's Sidney Sweeney. These are two very good-looking people. Right. And there's a lot of flesh on display here. They're, they're having <laughs> R, this R-rated movie here. And they're also leaning into the comedy, and good for them. Because um, a lot of times romantic comedy is kind of amusing in romance. Mm -hmm. And this one, they're, they're doing some straightforward comic set pieces. Basically, they're two people at a destination wedding, and people are saying, why are you single? And so they, they pretend to date each other. Mm -hmm. They had a date long ago. They're pretending to date each other, even though really they hate each other. And of course, sparks are going to fly. It's a romantic comedy. Of we course. know where this is going. Of course. Um, you know, I honestly, a year ago when I saw the first stuff for this, I did not think this was going to be anything good. And I thought it was a far better than expected movie. So uh, if you look, you know, like I say, R-rated, not right. the PG-13. Most rom-coms are PG-13. Yeah. But uh, I thought it was fun. Can I just say from like a I haven't seen this perspective just yet, uh -huh. I, the only thing I see on social media is advertisements for this movie. For this one? And it's a little bit much. It's kind of a turnoff. Of you, like, you are the target demo for this movie, though. And you know what it is? I think I'm seeing too much of like, oh, look, here it is, here it mm -hmm. is, that I just, I'm kind of You kind of like, turned off on it. Yeah, I'm like, okay, okay I've seen enough. It's fascinating, though, because I am not the target demo, and I have not seen any advertising. Really? Me. So it's kind of fascinating how they track you down. Interesting. So. They know exactly who they're going for, yeah. that's for sure. One more, right? One more, The Iron Claw, which is a, which is a very good movie. This is the true story of a wrestling family uh, in, in the Dallas area, and the father was a wrestler, and he had five sons, and his five sons, well, four of the five were going to mm -hmm. be uh, wrestlers, but the family was cursed as so they thought because two of the sons died because of you know injuries or illnesses and two of them committed suicide oh, gosh. and so it's the story of why was this family so cursed it's it's a little bit about the wrestling there's wrestling stuff in this but really it's about the family family drama here uh, and these boys trying to find their way with quite frankly their parents and not just the dad the dad's the worst one but the mom is not much better but it's the two sons and that Zac Efron. That does not look like Zac Efron. He's put on, you know, 50 pounds of muscle Wait, here. Wait, which one's him? That's him? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. So um, it's funny. The first shot of him in this movie is him waking up. And it's just a close-up on his torso. And it's like... Good heavens, I understand what we're selling in this. Oh. <laughs> so, um, but look, I, I think he's a good actor here. I think it's a it's a nice family drama. I, I like, you know, he's trying to figure out, am I stuck in this curse? Is this family going to kill me yeah. and all my, my friends? And, you know, it's the good news is he, he's the one that's the survivor here. But it's an interesting story. I don't know much about this family, but I have run into several, twice this past week, I ran into people and said, tell me about this movie. Because wow, if you're a wrestling okay. fan, you know the Van Eriks uh, out of the Dallas this area. This is it, yeah. And so this is their story. Um, and I think 
it's I think it's really well done. And for a film that ultimately I thought, okay, is this a sports movie? No, no, this is much more than a sports movie. This is a drama, a family drama first and foremost. Okay. Um, as a matter of fact, the sports stuff is fun, but I don't think it's really the reason to see this movie. Sure. Other than if you're a fan of wrestling, then you know you should see it. But it's interesting, we've had two movies this year that I think are very good wrestling. Mm -hmm. The other one is Cassandro, which is over on Amazon right now. That's okay. the better one, I think. Yeah. That's a really good movie. But hmm. anyway, uh, yeah, so whew, five of a them this week. A whole lot of them, huh? Yeah, exactly. And then we'll talk to Sean also on Monday, uh, get those other ones that are not here just yet, yeah. but over in Houston, right? Well, we probably won't talk about those ones, but okay, we'll okay. talk Color Purple, we'll talk Boys in the Boat, sure. and we'll talk uh, <laughs> Ferrari. All three of those are opening in theaters this week. Okay. And if you're not going to tune in on, on uh, Monday, look, you can always go to News on KFDM. Yeah. We post all this stuff there, or you can go to the podcast, you know, search Sean the Movie Guy, yeah. and it'll just get delivered to you if you want to find out what we uh, what we're we're talking about if you're not here on Monday because it's Christmas. It is Christmas, yeah, so we understand if you're not, but if you can join us, yeah, exactly. please do so. Mm -hmm. All right, well, thank you so much, Sean. As usual, we hope you enjoy some of those movies. So to come this morning, we'll take a look at your forecast with meteorologist Chad Sanwell.